0: I want to welcome everybody to the live stream, whether you're watching Facebook, YouTube, or the website. Trust everything is working like it's supposed to. We had a little problem there at first, but we were able to correct that so I just it's just good to have you uh tonight and be able to have this ability to do this during our stay at home order and have the ability to go online and do these things so we thank you so much for Uh, joining us and be a part of us, and I know there's a lot that goes into this, but I do enjoy it. I enjoy the challenge, and I'm just glad that I know what I'm doing when it comes to computers and websites and cameras and audio and all those other things. All right, so if you're listening by way of Facebook, again, if you just checked in, let me know you're here, and so we can check you off on the attendance. No, I'm kidding, but we like to know that you're listening in and everything's coming through well. So just then if you're over on YouTube, anybody listening on that platform, if you could let us know in the comments that you're looking and watching through YouTube live, I see it has uh, four viewers on there. If you could let us know, feel comfortable with letting us know you're listening to us, we appreciate that. And I know if you're listening through the website, you may could send me an email or a text or something to let me know you've able to sign in there and watch. That helps me because there's a lot to say going on simultaneously, which also means there's a lot that can go wrong. (laughs) So anyway, just want to start out by saying we certainly miss you folks. And boy, it seems like it's been forever since we've been in the Lord's house, but we're so glad we have these capabilities that we can come to you live and do these uh, Bible studies and, and so forth. And so we're glad that you joined us. Trust to be a blessing. I just want to lay a thought upon your heart. Hopefully it's not too uh, deep or too, uh, not really too deep, but just too heavy for a platform like this. But we did have a good Easter Sunday live service. Things went very well as far as that goes. We had, I believe, 43 to 47 viewers approximately on Facebook. Uh, and then I just got a text from William may he says he's watching on the website so that helps me so thank you for tuning in on the website brother William all right so uh, also we had a just a good you know audience uh, Sunday morning 47 approximately you know people come and go maintained about in the 40s on Facebook then we had several I believe nine on YouTube and no telling how many on the f- on the website. And then also we had uh, people listening through watch parties. If you start a watch party and you comment, one of the things I'm not able to see that, unfortunately, but all right, Jerry Hopkins is on YouTube. So he just put looking forward to the message. So that, that helps me appreciate that. And then we have those who watch it afterwards. So, th- and then we put it on CD, then we put it on DVD. So there's really no excuse why anybody would not be able to tune in. Again, I'm checking the health of some things real quick. All right. So when you do this, you're like the director, the producer, <laughs> the editor, you know, then you star in it, right? So it's a, a lot to it. All right. believe everything's working well. And what I want to do is just get right into the message tonight. And so I'm going to share my screen with you. And remember throughout this live stream that you want to comment in the uh, uh, comment in the comment section, whether it be YouTube or Facebook, if you have a prayer request, and then we'll go back and view those. Even if it's a special request, my wife excuse me, is on the other side of the camera, and she is keeping up with everything, everything there. Okay, so she's talking to you in the comments, replying as Faith Baptist. All right, so let me share the screen with you. And what I want to share with you tonight, I want you to either bring up on your computer, or hopefully you have your Bibles, or this would be something you could really look at later as well. Is back in the Old Testament, you know, I want to give you some encouraging messages during this time that have to do with. You know rest and uh, lessons the Lord is trying to teach us during this time, and we don't want to miss those we don't want to miss what God's trying to teach us and there's a lot of principles in the Bible when God placed his people kind of on a time out or a pause in order that they may learn a principle and so really what i've the way I look at trials and problems and struggles and circumstances and stress and anxiety and Just troubles and trials that been thrown your way and test. The way I look at those is, you know, God's testing. He's testing our faith. He's he's trying to teach us something. If we'll if we'll listen with a spiritual ear, that God will teach us something. Now, if you learn something out of all this, it wasn't in vain. Of course, we have learned all had to learn a whole lot real quick, but I'm talking about, you know, I trust that you're learning uh, things now. A practical way, but in a spiritual way, God, you're allowing God to teach you some things and show you some things and allow him to speak through you in such a way that when you come through this, that we can all come together. And of course, we won't have time to all share everything God's taught us in the last couple of weeks or months, but we can come back and just say, preacher, God just taught me so many things, so many lessons. And that's really the one of the purposes that God puts us in these positions, that we're supposed to learn something. So don't miss that. Don't miss the test. Don't fail the test. Don't leave this whole crisis and pandemic and not learn a thing spiritually. All right, so what I want you to look at is a principle in the Bible, and we're going to be in Leviticus chapter 25, Leviticus chapter number 25. And let me know in the comments, how you're watching. Are you watching from your laptop, computer? If you're watching from your uh, iPhone, well, iPhone or your smartphone, I should say, not everybody has an iPhone. If you're watching, because that helps me in knowing how to uh, project these lessons and so forth. That helps him on my end. So we'll be in Leviticus uh, 25. I also want to share this with you. Two things I've got brought up on the screen. One will be here about, we'll see, about the year of Jubilee. This error message keeps coming up. I can't get that off of there. (laughs) All right, but anyway, the year of Jubilee. That's what we'll be talking about, which is supposed to be a year of rest for Israel. And then we also want to see, which we won't complete this tonight, so don't get nervous, is that we want to find out why The year of Jubilee is so important, and then we'll go down through these and work our way through the year of Jubilee. The first thing that I want you to see is a verse, and then we'll kind of work our way back from that, is if you go to Leviticus and verse 25, or chapter 25, I should say, in verse 21, I want you to notice what the Word of God says. Now let's go to the end of the story and then work our way back. Let's go down here to verse 25. Just scroll on down. This is an incredible verse. This is a verse that you ought to meditate on, think on. You ought to just spend some time and really allow this to really soak in in such a way that you realize the full capacity of this verse upon your life and, and our life. Now, notice what it says here. I don't want to get, I don't want to get too big of a hurry because if you don't catch this, you, you'll miss the rest of it. But I want you to notice what the Lord says here. In Leviticus 25 and verse 21 right here. Look what he says. He says, then, all right, that is a conditional a conditional word, we would have to say that means there's an if there. There's a condition. What God is saying is sometimes his promises are conditional and sometimes they're unconditional. His love is unconditional. God has an unconditional love, but certain things that he asks of Israel and asks of us at times are conditional. So what this goes to is what God is saying is if – you do something then he will do this now notice what he says god said i will now if god says i will god god's going to do it if you do these things that he says then god will come he will do what he will command imagine the power behind god's command he will command what he says my blessings upon you. I want you to really let that soak in a while. If we were to do these certain things that God's talking about, of course right here you're speaking to Israel in the context, but if they were to follow him, be obedient, if they were to listen to him, God said that he would do what? At that point when they done the if part, you can't have the then if you don't do the if, if they do these conditional things. If you're obedient, if you listen to me, if you follow me, then and only then, God will, God will do what? Command my blessings upon you. God would command blessings. I don't know about you, but I do not have a problem with that. I do not have a problem with God commanding in my life and in your life, commanding blessings upon us. I can live with that. But I do also realize that this came with a condition. But I want you to spend time at certain times of the day or certain times when it pops in your mind. I want you to look this verse up, and I want you to realize the potential of that verse right there. That if I do a certain thing, if I'm obedient, then, then, if only, only then, only then, there's only one way to be happy in Jesus, trust and obey, then I will command my blessings upon you. Now let's back up and see what God is talking about here. What is it that if Israel was to do, God would simply pour out his blessings upon them? Well, we got to go back to one of our sheets here which is actually this one. And let me zoom in on that. You can see it better. You may be looking on your phones. I'll zoom it way on in here. All right. And right here, it says that we're talking about the year of Jubilee. Now, what you got to understand, we're kind of in a position right now. Where you see where this is relevant to where we're living and right down where the rubber meets the road. God's kind of hit the, hit pause in our lives. <laughs> uh he's put the pause on us he's put the pause on going to the house of god now you say well other people are in charge of that well god's in control is he not and so right now he said pause he's in our in our regular church service pause on that in our regular in our lives and in our ministries so to speak and the things that we're used to god's put the pause button on now, there was a time that God told Israel that, you know, he taught them to work, you know, man shall work by the sweat of his brow and book of Genesis. And we know all, and we know in the, you know, it's commanded man uh, to work. Okay. But here he's going to be talking about rest. So there was to be a year of rest. And a couple things about that to simplify this. Number one, we know in creation God created everything we see in six days, man being created on the sixth day. And then we know he rested on the seventh day, which would be known as the, we say the Sabbath day. All right. So that's what we were, we were taught, not that God was tired and some people will mock, you know, God haters and say, God was tired, but it was, it was the Sabbath that one out of seven, man needs rest. You're designed to work, but we're also designed to rest. So there is the Sabbath that God rested, taught us that principle. He's teaching us, again, a principle. God wasn't tired. God's never been tired. and God's not tired right now. Now, the second thing is, when we go to the book of Exodus, remember God said, remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. That is was given in the law. We don't live under the law now. That was the Old Testament law. The law, by the way, was given to Israel. It was given to the Jew. It was given to the Israelite, given to the Hebrew. So we're not commanded to keep the law, although it is a great principle. We worship the Lord on the first day of the week as we talked about this past Lord's Day on Resurrection Sunday. So they got the law. And the law said to remember the sabbath day see if i can remember how to spell Did i spell it right yeah remember i think it's right <laughs> all right remember the sabbath day and to keep it holy that's going to be an exodus that's going to be the law okay that's the law now thirdly when we get into we get into leviticus 25 and we was to go back and read that what god is saying here is he's talking about a sabbatical we've you know a sabbatic year uh taking a, a sabbatical if you will which would be a year long all right so there let's put you know not only here a sabbath we're going to put an entire year which would be a sabbatical year that they were to take every seven years are you following me so let's back up so i don't lose you number one there was the Sabbath day. God rested on the seventh day. All right, the Sabbath day. And then when the law came round under Moses, one of the Ten Commandments is what? Remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. Then we get into the book of Leviticus and get into chapter 25, and it was the law of the land, which the land comes up a lot in this. You're going to see that in the next one we're going to talk about too is the land So let me read to you, and let me bring that back up up so we can all see it together, is Leviticus 25. Let me erase this. So if we go back to the beginning here, the Bible says, And the Lord spake unto Moses in Mount Sinai, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and saying to them, When ye come into the land which I give you. Now that word land comes up a lot. I don't want you to miss that. Then, all right, when you come to the land, shall the land, the land, there it is again, the land's going to keep a Sabbath unto the Lord. Did you catch that? The land, why is it so important? Why is it so important that the land get rest? Well, it's the same reason that the church at times needs rest and revival. It's the same reason that you need rest. Is that, when we go, go, go all the time and we're running here, there, and yonder, we become, uh, we give out everything we got and we ain't got much left. But when we rest in God's promises, and I'm not just talking about sleeping on the couch and watching a Netflix you know, special, watching 10 episodes or uh, 10 seasons, uh, binge watching something on Netflix, eating potato chips, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about resting in the Lord and allow him to sustain you and to watch over you and to take care of you for a season of time while you replenish yourself, while you you allow the Lord to revitalize you, revive you, speak to you. It's the same principle that we see when it comes to a simple garden. If you go out in the same spot every year and plant the same thing in the same spot year after year after year, Those of you that know anything about simple, I'm talking about simple gardening. I'm not talking about so much being a farmer, but just a simple vegetable garden. You're going to realize what is going to happen is you will deplete the soil of all its vital nutrients. And what's going to happen? Your vegetables are not going to be uh, that great because you've depleted the soil. And sometimes we get running so much that we are depleted, if you will, spiritually we're running on fumes, if you will, and God is saying, rest, 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 now notice the ratio rest versus work all right I don't want to get we don't want to get out of balance as we often talk about. we don't want to say, well, we're going to rest six days and work one day. no, that's not the principle. the ratio is. You work six days, and you rest one day. The same thing was the case with the sabbatical year in Leviticus 25. They were to to, uh, work six years, as we see here in verse number three, six years. Thou shalt sow the field, and six years thou shalt prune thy vineyard and gather the fruit thereof. So that's the simple principle. Again, we... You know, we work six days and we rest one. And then on this one, we work, Israel was worked six years and take a year off. But notice what it says here in verse number four. But in the seventh year, seven is the number of completion, right, folks? But in the seventh year shall be a Sabbath of rest unto the land. What was the land? The land was the land of Canaan, the land flowing with milk and honey. Notice when you go back what God said. When ye ye come into the land, here we have the word land. Here we have the word land. Here we have the word land. The land needed rest. (laughs) You can't hammer out all the time and never take the time for God to replenish those vital nutrients and vitamins and minerals in your life and in my life because you're not going to be that productive. Now, that was the principle of the sabbatical year. So again, let's think about this as we go back to our sheet before we get into the year of Jubilee and make and, and simplify this, that again, we have the uh, Sabbath day, all right, Sabbath day, That was uh, one day out of seven. Okay, God rested, and that's in the book of Genesis. And then in Exodus, we have the principle of the law. All right, remember the Sabbath day, all right, and keep it holy. Thirdly, we get into the sabbatical year. All right, the sabbatical year every seven years, all right. Work six years, the seventh year, take it off. Now, what you're saying, preacher, now this thing's going to take a lot of faith here in a minute. Listen, some people, they work seven days a week, they, and there is no room whatsoever to factor God in. People say to me, sometimes they'll say, Pastor, I'm so busy, I just don't have time to come to church. And I say, I believe you. You're telling the truth. You have designed your life. Where you are running on fumes, and you there. You've left. you factored in no time for rest, no time for God. Uh, you know. Note, and here's if there's anything we've learned from this, is what uh, God told us, and also Grandma taught us. They taught us, hey, you better save for a what? A rainy day. Now, I guess it's not necessarily raining right now. But what are they talking about? They're talking about times, you know, Mama said there'd be times like this, uh, pandemics, uh, things that have come up. And and God's saying, don't forget to factor me in when it comes to your giving, when it comes to your volunteerism, when it comes to your efforts, when it comes to your work. Let's not forget about God. So we have the, the, the seven, and then here the, the seventh uh, sabbatical year, Now what God's going to do, as we get down, we're going to call it, and we don't hear a whole lot about this. I'm going to talk about it here in just a minute while we don't hear anything much about it. And that is going to be called, and I'm going to put seven times seven. All right? And we know that's going to equal 49. All right, the last time I checked. (laughs) All right, so let's get this right again. Here's what God said. One day i seven rest. Remember the Sabbath day, keep it holy. Thirdly, it works six years. Take a year off. Then what God said is, work uh, when you have seven sets of seven seven sabbatical years. <laughs> then you are going to take what he what the Lord calls if you have a study Bible in verse number eight and following is the year Jubilee. Now let's let's slow down a minute and go back to what I was saying at the beginning is that verse that God said then in verse 21, I will command my blessings upon you in the sixth, uh, excuse me, in the sixth year, and it shall bring forth fruit for three years. Now this is referring to the year of Jubilee. The principle was that I will bless you conditionally based upon your obedience In keeping the sabbatical year and also the year Jubilee. Now, here's the sad thing, folks, that I want you to understand. This is sad. We have absolutely no record in all of Scripture. Okay. Absolutely. We talked about the sevens. All right. You're going to be incomplete if you don't take rest, if you're not prepared. When we talked about the sabbatical year, Okay, and we talked about the year of jubilee and here's and here's the principle when it comes to scriptures. We do not see any evidence of Israel, the Hebrew the Israelite, ever taken the sabbatical year nor the year of jubilee. We have no evidence we have no absolute no evidence in the Bible that they ever kept the sabbatical year or they ever celebrated the year of jubilee isn't that sad isn't that sad we if you can't learn a lesson from that i don't know if you if you're teachable they never took took that time they owed that time to the lord we owe time to the lord and god will make sure that his time is paid you say i don't have time for god I'm too busy. I got too much going on. Well, I'm here to tell you God has a way of slowing you down. God has a way of finding you some time. God has a way of putting you flat on your back to get your attention so that you may look up. So God is really going to take this and make sure that you have uh, that he has your full undivided attention, some people say well i I'm too busy for God. Well, God will find you some time to serve him and live for him if you don't give that time. Let's switch back to our screen here, and no evidence in fact, it is to the contrary it is to the contrary that the Old Testament, through the Old Testament major prophets, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, perhaps Isaiah, teach us that no, they did not keep the year of Jubilee, and Israel did not observe the sabbatical year. Now, why was that? Well, it was ultimately disobedience, but you gotta imagine. Here's what it's gonna take for for God Here we have the scriptures, okay, that teach us, no, they didn't keep it. The principle here, the the numerous times it spoke of sevens, but look down here at the next verse. Here's where I believe where it became hard. You may be dealing with this right now. Now we're going to get down where the rubber meets the road, okay? Right here is probably about where most people are living right now. Because things were going well, all right, six days, God's gave me the health, the strength, the know-how. I'm going at it six days a week. They start going in that sixth year, and they're thinking, wow, God's really blessing as far as our fruits and vegetables and all of our uh, farms, if you will, and agriculture. Things are going great. Well, we're really producing. We're really getting a lot accomplished. We're, a lot, we're getting a lot done. God is just blessing in such a special way. I think we just keep on going. And next thing you know, they've skipped the sabbatical year, go a little longer, start accumulating time. That was the Lord's accumulating that time. And guess what? They didn't observe the year of Jubilee. We don't have any evidence uh, to to the contrary of that. Here's the hard part. Right now, God's called a little timeout. Of course, God's in control. God could wipe it away if he wanted to. God could eradicate it from the face of the earth if he wanted to. I know Kenneth Copeland, he breathed it out. I seen that video on YouTube last night. Kenneth Copeland, you can look that up. And if you believe that, and you can see your brain for non-support, by the way, too. God can do that, but will will God do that? Okay, he, He's able... But here we see the hard part is is during this time it takes it takes this folks it takes faith now we say that, and it's easy to say when things are going great and wonderful and your health is going great, and your wealth and your bank account and your job and your health wealth and all those things are going great and wonderful, and you don't have any problems, and you're up on the mountain. And you just you can look at other people and say, well, you just got to live by faith. Well, it's a different scenario when we're living where we're living right now and you start wondering, I start wondering, you start wondering, others are wondering, do I have a job anymore? Do I have a job? Will I get sick? What if my parents get sick? What if my grandparents get sick? What's going to happen to my job after this? Am I going to have to get another job? You know, people are uh, worried about those things. You say they shouldn't worry. Well, you couldn't help but to think about those things, to think, are my hours going to be reduced? We don't know what's on the other side of this. How long will it go? Maybe perhaps you could answer that. The good Lord knows. I know the governor and the president and others have an idea of where they think and doctors and. Think about how long it may be, but folks, we've got to live, live by faith. It takes faith. And what you can do now is you can sit around and you can sit around and worry and you can be in uh, fear, right? But listen, God, if you do what God tells you to do now, if you don't do what God tells you to do, I can't promise you this, but if you do what God tells you to do, you follow him, he'll take care of you. He'll take care of you. Listen, God will, let me go on record and say that God will, I believe by faith, I don't, I don't know, you know sometimes how, but if I do and I keep serving God, living for God, I can live in this rest, the spiritual rest, that God will sustain me and God will sustain you through this crisis. So God, will, God can sustain you, and let me just say this, God will sustain the church. I'm not around here. I'm really not. Now, the thought about it, sure. Is it cross my mind? Sure. But I'm not sitting over here biting my fingernails wondering, am I still the pastor of Faith Baptist? And I'm not sitting here worrying about, is Faith Baptist going to be there when this is all over? God will sustain his church. God will take care of his church. I don't have to worry about that. You said, preacher, we pay you to worry about that. No, you don't. (laughs) I don't have to worry about that. That's the Lord's church, and he's going to sustain it, folks. He's going to take care of it. Now you say, how's he going to do that? I can't tell you exactly, but by faith, he's going to sustain us. He's going to take care of us. Now, if we don't do what God tells us to do, I can't promise you that. So right now, rest as hard as it is, I know, and there might be a lot of people out there and say, "You don't know my individual situations. I'm not minimizing your problems and I'm not minimizing your difficulties. I'm not minimizing what you have to put up with when you got in public, and I'm not minimizing you know the shortage on the shelves. Hey, I'm well aware of what's going on in the world and in our nation in our community and country uh, in our um you know. Bassett and all those things in my own individual lives. And I I know all the stresses and the, you wondered about, you know, medical procedures you had scheduled and different things. But listen, I just know that God's going to carry us on through. I think about back there is a winding down. I think about the uh, children of Israel, about how they were in the wilderness during all that time and God sustained them. God took care and their clothes did not, uh, you know, wear out, and God just took care of them. so don't worry that about let God just just rest in his promises. Now, that's not to say you might be anxious, you know that type of thing, but somehow, some way, by faith, I'm saying this by faith, you may need to remind me at times, God's just going to simply take care of us. And the winners on the other side of this will be the ones who held that great faith and said, I told you so, in a way. So be encouraged by that. Uh, God's going to sustain us. Just follow his principle of rest. Not talking about just laying around doing nothing. You're you're, going to feel miserable. But what I'm saying is just when you get worried, anxious, and these things pop in your mind, just say, God's going to take care of it. And he will. He's going to do that anyway, so you might as well say it and believe it by faith. Well, what I'm going to do now is switch gears, and I'm going to be looking. If you have any prayer requests, I'm going to go back and see. I see. know I want to start with William because I don't want to miss uh, Brother William, but he said he's listening from his iPad, from the website. That's great. And then... Also, okay, we got, let's see if I can back up here. I got, okay, yeah, I got uh, Linda Knott. We'll give you a shout out. Trust you and your family is doing well. Uh, Maxine, uh, Doug, I believe they're on here. I might be looking at this backwards. Uh, let's see from the beginning. Oh, that was a minute ago, so that's not right. All right, let's, let me roll on down here. The, uh, you commented to Vicky. And uh, Carrie and Chris and uh, Holly Hilton. Okay, very good. I believe I've seen somewhere on YouTube that she's, uh, yeah, watching on the TV. Then Jerry Hopkins, he's watching from his phone. All right. Good to have you all on YouTube watching. Okay, now we got uh, Guy Hilton wa- being able to watch on TV. Yeah, we had a little problem there. I had to reset this thing, so that's probably what happened. Then Carrie says we got uh, on the phone and YouTube. All right, and then uh, Lisa Spencer. Oh, great. Good to have you. Got on the smartphone, Maxine Travis on the Android, uh, Linda Knott's watch, watching my smartphone. Uh, I like Joe. Joe's got, I like that, FB to TV. I like that, Joe. FB to TV. I know what that means. That means, uh, yeah, shot the uh, Facebook on the TV. All right, William, uh, uh, oh, I so said William, Guy Hilton, uh, laptop, and for the others, Okay, and then, uh, okay, there's uh, Tina. Hey, Tina. All right, and then let's see. Scroll on down here. Lisa Wallington, good to have you on here. All right, and then, uh, all right, Joe Gravely again. Then we've got Chris. So that's the Bassett coming out. Scroll on down. Hey, there's Raymond. All right, Raymond, man, you get all kinds of likes and stuff. Everybody cheers. Raymond comes on. I'm going to have to get Raymond on here one day with me. Hang out with me and help me with this. Oh, Gary Martin just texted me. He's watching on YouTube. So that's great. Appreciate that. Gary watching through YouTube. And I'm going to share my screen again so you can see what I'm looking at here. All right. And so we got, uh, okay, looking on down here, Tanya Hopkins, uh, Calvin Martin. Great. All right. Chloris. That's right. He he will always take care of your sheep. That's right. Miss Chloris. All right. Sally Langford. Good to have you. All right. All right. So here's, I'm getting to the prayer requests now. And if you have those on YouTube, you can share them or text them to me. All right. Uh, Let's see. We'll start back at the beginning. Yeah. Cloris says, uh, please pray for all three of our daughters that have health issues. Yes. Let's pray uh, for Regina Stone and the other daughters you talked to me about with the health issues. Uh, Carrie says uh, she has an unspoken prayer request. Okay. And then. uh, Tanya is watching uh Facebook via iPhone. All right. Great. Great. That really helps me folks. I appreciate that. A guy Hilton says, continue to pray for my family. We love, and you all miss you. Right. So yeah, we, we miss and love everybody too. Oh, remind me here in a minute. I want to show you something for, for you leave. So stick around. I want to show you a little toy. I got a new toy. All right. Sally Langford, uh, keep praying for me. All my medical procedures have been delayed and I haven't been feeling. Well, I'll say a special prayer, all right, for your children's salvation. Yes, let's pray for those, and then pray about that. Was one of the things also we don't think about, but there are people that their medical procedures have been uh, held off, and and that's the case with me too. I've got one that got canceled, so I'm right there with you when you know seeing specialists and so forth can't do that right now. Oh, Darlene says I showed him how to do it. (laughs) You take take the credit. There you go. All right Lisa laptop very good, okay, then Vicky responded to Sally where she's pray uh praying, okay, all right, so I'm gonna switch over here real quick to give you a chance on Facebook and see if there's any on YouTube, okay, I don't see any there. let me um uh, might need to update or refresh my screen here all right, so hopefully I don't mess it up. Okay. Looking on back. Okay, let's go back to Facebook. All right, praying. All right. So there's much to be in prayer about. Let's let's remember to pray, and many to be praying about. Okay, many things that we need to be in prayer about. Okay. Or right. if there's any others, I'll give you just a minute here. You can chime in, and while you're doing that. I'm going to switch over here, and I want to show you a new toy I got the other day that came in. We might be able to do something with this, Church family. Of course, it's uh, something else. going to take another learning curve as far as I'm concerned. Brother Jerry, if you're still listening, I'm going to need your help on this too, brother. (laughs) All right. So uh, what I wanted to show you is this little device right here. Uh, This little lapel device. And this is what I was talking about that I ordered to where I can wear it in the parking lot. I'll turn it on for you. It, yeah, it actually interrupts my speakers on my phone. So let me or on my computer. Let me turn it down. Um, but anyway, this little pale right here. This this little device is a little portable, uh, you know, a little portal, portable device. I'll get it out in a minute where you can tune into FM stations. So you find an empty one. And then you can hear, I guess, up to a half a mile or a mile on this. And I just trap put that on as you know the lapel mic here, and I'm able to do a parking lot service. So I'm looking to do that Sunday, Lord willing. I just got to figure out how to work this thing. I'm sure it's not that complicated. Uh, Tim Butler recommended this, so I'm gonna blame him if it don't work. No, I'm just kidding. But we're gonna a couple of preachers got got these. You also can hook in play music through here, but won't get too complicated with it. We just, you know, the lapel and that way, you know, you set up a sound system. We have the parking lot service, which we're allowed to do still is we're able to have that. And so we're looking to do that Sunday. That way you can at least see each other there in the parking lot. Of course, we've got to still maintain social distancing and so forth like that and stay in our cars and all the people conducting the service outside the cars. But that way you can just tune in on your radio when you pull in and be able to, uh, listen through the radio. And then also we, just so you know, we will be also live streaming. So even though if I go over to, um, the parking lot and do the service, we could live stream from there. Cause we got a good, good connection. Alright, so that's what we're looking to do this Sunday, Lord willing. So help me pray. I just need to uh take the time to figure it out. I I it's not that complicated. If I did figure this stuff out, I'd figure that out, but it's I just gotta find an empty station and then we can do that. Okay, so that cut down a lot of the uh work and you know, setting up a sound system and dismantling a sound system, that is fun maybe the first time you do it, but when you gotta take it down, put it up, take it down, put it up which will still, you know, have a speaker and and that type of thing, but this will give you another, that way you can adjust it. If you don't like what you're hearing, you can just turn it down. Yeah, Chris, Chris wants me to sing. You got to sing. Well, I may lead a congregational, but I don't know about a solo. All right. Yeah, Leanna says you're going to sing with him. All right. So what we want to do is uh, pray together. Look real quick, see if there's any more comments. Check my phone. Yeah, that's right, Chris. Y'all can just watch from the driveway. You know, you could, you'll pick it up on the radio. All right, so let's uh, pray together at this time. And we got a lot to be in prayer about. But let's all pray together. Heavenly Father, as we come before you, we do thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Lord, we live in unprecedented times. But Lord, thank you for the peace that you give us that passeth all understanding. Lord, that peace when the world is. Uh, like the storms, that clouds are coming and the winds and the waves of life come. And Lord, the situations we face just come from every direction and we don't really know what's on the other side. But Lord, we thank you that even though we're human, we're flesh and we do worry at times and we are anxious at times and we do think too much at times that Lord, you'll forgive us. But Lord, always help us to come back The simple fact that you're still in control, you're still on the throne. Lord, you'll take care of us. Lord, you're you will sustain us, you will watch over us, you will be with us, you'll help us and meet each and every one of our needs, even though sometimes it makes us wonder how. But Lord help us just to trust you in each and every situation and not be succumbed to fear. Lord, otherwise, Lord, let us live by faith. So we just pray for those listening. They receive a blessing when it comes to the year of Jubilee. Lord, help us to realize this the devotional thought may we share tonight that, Lord, you've put us in kind of a timeout right now, our country, our world, our state and community, our church. Lord, help us to Lord, draw from the roots. And, Lord, you said you're the true vine. You are the branches, Lord. We need to draw those minerals, those vitamins, those nutrients, the strength that we need spiritually from you. So Lord, help us when we come together, we're able to uh, physically, again, that Lord, we won't be wiped out spiritually, that we'll be fed spiritually, and Lord, we'll come in and we can, Lord, we'll be better Christians than we were before of all the things you've taught us, and Lord, how much more appreciative we'll be. Of the things that we have, we pray for those and our healthcare workers and those in leadership above us, our president and on down, and for our governor. We just pray for all these that Lord they'll seek you for wisdom, and Lord you'll show them what the right direction next is to go. That they'll lead us, Lord help us help them to look to you for their guidance. Lord help us as we navigate decisions we have to make each and every day that we're not used to right now. Lord, we may move forward and we'll thank you and praise you for all you do. We ask it done in Jesus name. Amen. Well, we want to, oh, Raymond said he'll sing, sing with me. I have to do that sometime. All right. So anyway, we appreciate you so much in joining us on the live stream, uh, Facebook website, YouTube. Again, I'll give you more details uh, with Sunday coming up here And the parking lot service, I know if you don't, listen, if you don't feel comfortable in coming out or you have a weak, uh, low immune system, that type of thing, I totally understand. Look, here's Ella popping her head up. You can come up here, Ella, and help me with this. And so, uh, anyway, if you don't feel comfortable with that, we totally understand. I I won't think any less of you. If you just watch the live stream, but just do me one favor. Don't go without, don't go without anything by not listening to good a Bible preaching and being fed spiritually and so forth. And so we've done everything that I, I've done, everything on my part that I know to do to reach people during this time, Facebook, YouTube website, podcast for audio. And then we do the drive-in service. We'll be ministering to people there. And then also creating the CDs and the DVDs of the services. And many people are picking those up and watching those and listening to those. And so there's really, you could say, uh, we're without excuse when it comes to finding good uh, Bible teaching and preaching and fellowship right now. All right, God bless you. We miss y'all. And it seems like it's been forever. Please let me know if you need anything. And I think maybe Nathaniel Wants to come over here. Do You want to come over here, Nathaniel? You want to see everybody? Yeah, go wave. Ella came. Ella's waving. All right, I don't think he's going to do it this time. All right, God bless y'all. Thank you for joining us now. We're going to sign off, and I'm going to go in here and eat a little something. And be sure to watch. We all got to watch what we eat during this uh, stay-at-home order. We'll have to widen the front doors of the church, won't we? Oh, here comes Nathaniel. Up here, buddy. They want to all see you. All right, so here's Nathaniel and then Ella. They wanted to come over and help Daddy right here at the end, so it's a real challenge to try to keep them quiet during the the whole thing. I know some of y'all been asking about them. They're, they're doing well, and we haven't uh, <laughs> beat them half to death yet. No, they've been good. Getting a little stir-crazy being in here, but still they – We've been making the best of it, spending family time together. All right, God bless y'all, and we'll uh, talk to you later. We're going to sign off at this time.